thing is that once you have your core values and you get those set, it's nice because then you can you can use them with everything. So the question is always, does this move us towards core value or not? And um, I always recommend using it as your doorman. Don't let in people that don't match your values. And some of these are going to be more the inward facing ones, right? Like uniqueness. I don't necessarily need a person to be unique. That one, that one's more like what you can expect from me and, and the things I do. But love and being a champion and connection and passion, those have to be there for someone to really be in my inner circle. So those are the things that I look for. Once again, core values come out of your philosophy and your premises and kind of add into your purpose. Welcome to the Miracle Academy. This is your host, Scotty Cooper, and this is where miracles are expected. Welcome to the Miracle Academy podcast. I'm your host, Scotty Cooper. Today, I really wanted to talk about core values. So if you watched my episode last time about philosophy and the branches of philosophy, your values come out of your philosophy and your purpose. So I've really come up with my own core values, but then also we've come up with the values of our practice. What your values are is they're really the thing that gives you direction. So this is kind of the thing, this is your GPS, right? These are gonna be kind of like your forearm tat. Like, these shouldn't change, right? Now there might be some, like for instance, if you're a young adult and then you become a parent, you know, some things might change, right? And there might be a couple that'll, they'll add, but the core of them should not change. Once you decide on these are the things that are important to you, they should stay like that, right? Now, like I said, there might be times it changes, but for the most part, it should be like a forearm tat. The thing is that your core values are normally inward facing. What that means is that this is what you can expect from me, right? And a lot of times when you go to a, a business, you'll see their business core values and they're always the same thing. Honesty, integrity, most value for the customer. And it's like, oh my God, so boring. Like what, that means nothing to me, right? And cause that's kind of what they are. They're just kind of like, oh, we were told to put this on our door. So we did. And that's really not what this is supposed to be. But thinking of a door, what your core value should be like is like a doorman. So if you think to like, if you've ever gone to a bar or club, and you know, there's the person out there that's checking your ID, right? That bouncer, you know, what do you think they're really looking for? Like, yeah, they're looking to see if there's underage people coming in. That's just part of the law, whatever. But really they're looking to see who's gonna come in and mess up the vibe of this place. So if someone's too intoxicated, they're not getting in the club. Right? Because they're just going to come in and cause problems. Your core values are like your doorman. They're going to be the things that keep out the things that shouldn't belong that are just going to come in and cause problems so you don't have to worry about it later. Because it's much easier to not let someone in instead of letting them in and have to drag them out. <laughs> I can guarantee you it's very hard to do. So you set up these core values that are kind of like the objective measure that you run everything against. Okay? So what I can do is I can put up on the um, on the screen or even maybe in the bio, either way, we'll, we'll figure it out. It'll have a list of a bunch of values that you can choose from that can kind of get you thinking about it. This was an exercise we did with uh, my team. What we did is we, we first made our business core values and everyone had a say in it, which was really amazing and fun. 
And then I had everyone do their own personal core values. And for those people of my team that had families, I encouraged them to make their family core values. And uh, it was really incredible to see what people came up with. But today I'm going to show you share mine and then also share our uh, practices values. But what I would recommend is looking at that little screen that's going to show the list of them. You can look at it right here. You know, pause. <laughs> look at it and once again what we, some people have been doing is they've been taking screenshots of like funny faces I make in the in the videos and they comment and tag me on Instagram it's kind of funny and you're welcome to do that but only pick funny ones please so you know look at these values and start to make a list so what I recommend is make a list of about 10 to 15 which you eventually want to narrow down to is about seven and that's really going to be the sweet spot for the values. So I'll start with our business core values. So our first one that we've got here, hope. The thing that we really do at Cooperstown is different is we create a place of hope. Most of the time you go to the doctor and it's kind of scary, kind of doom and gloom, kind of like if you don't do this, you're going to die kind of ideas, which I don't align with. For us, we look at like, okay, what's your goals? Let's see how we can get you there might not get to there, but we have the hope that it can. We know that the body is healing and self-regulating, like it says on the door, that the power that made the body heals the body. So let's see what it can do, right? Let's give it that opportunity. Let's remove the limitations. So let's be free of limitations. So that's our first one, it's hope. Second one is faith. So it kind of goes along with hope that we have faith that the body heals the body. I think these are two core values that are really deep that a lot of people don't have on their door, right? What was really cool is that, you know, like I said, our team came up with these and one of our team members actually made this as a gift for our practice, which I thought was so cool because we all aligned with it. And it's something you see on a daily basis. Next one is passion and compassion. So what we really like about compassion is that when you put the word C-O-M in front of another word, it means together. So, like if you're thinking of the Ten Commandments, that is a thing that's together, not the Ten Dumbandments, that would be just an order to another person. But passion and compassion is both kind of like the kindness of compassion, but then also passion together. So for us, we have the passion of getting well and getting healthy and living the life you want. Next one is miracles. So here, uh, miracles are expected. We expect the miraculous. We expect something amazing to happen. When you have that, that mindset, that's what you find. Next one's gratitude. So the definition of gratitude is to be grateful for something that has not yet happened. And that's a very unique thing to think about. A lot of people think like, okay, I know that the sun is going to come up tomorrow. I don't know that for certain, but I have a pretty good sense that it will. You can be grateful for that sunrise tomorrow. And that's the kind of the thing is like, I can be grateful for it even though it hasn't happened. I, I know it's going to, I'm almost positive it's going to, and I can be grateful for that. When you are in a state of gratitude, it's the ultimate state of receivership. And, um, you know, if you watch my video about uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza, like that book review I did, that's one of the quotes in the book that I really like, that I'm really aligned with. And I focus on having gratitude a lot so that I can be in that state all the time. The thing is, is that once you have hope and faith and passion, compassion, miracles, and gratitude, the thing that naturally follows is success. 
Now, we don't mean success in just one aspect of a life. We mean everything. We mean physical success, mental, emotional, spiritual, financial, everything. Because once you have success in one part of your life, it carries over to everything. When we're looking to be a full person, not just one aspect. So that's a that's our big part with success. And then freedom is the last part and the most important. What I feel is that people come to us for freedom. That's why people come here. Right? People might say, well, I'm here because my back hurts or because I can't use the restroom or because I'm battling something crazy that has, there's only been five cases in the entirety of human history. But the real reason they're here is for freedom. So that they can get their life back and they can do the things they want to do. And then that's a very powerful thing. So we know that that's, that's a value to us. That's a very important to us. So we always know to make sure that that's an emphasis is that freedom. So now is a great time to press pause and to look at that sheet and look through what values are important to you. Go ahead and, and circle them. The thing that I like to think about is when you're looking at this value and like when you're thinking of, of a value and you're trying to look at like an action you're about to take. So you're like, okay, I'm thinking about doing this action. Does this move me towards hope? Does this move me towards faith or not? So for instance, if someone wants to work with me or my business and says, hey, can I sell blank, blank, blank to you? And you can sell it at your practice and I have a conversation with them and they don't know that I'm asking questions based on all my values and if they fail one of those questions they don't move forward and what I'm internally asking myself is does this move us towards faith does this move us towards a miracle does this move us towards freedom if it doesn't they're not allowed in my door and that's it makes it so much easier because then a lot of people say yes to everything the thing is, is that you don't need to say yes to everything. Say no to the things that don't align. If it doesn't align with your values, it's not allowed in. Right? And there's some people that they might have a couple of the values and maybe they need to be shown the truth a little bit. And I'm good with that. But if there's some that are just against my core values, then sorry, not allowed in. So, you know, once you come up with yours, then you can look at my personal ones. So my personal values, my number one is love. So I think that love is the most important value, right? I think that everything revolves around it. If you don't have love for other people and for other things and for what you do, life is really boring. My next value is champion, which is ironic because the people I, I work with here, that's their last name is champion. And um, I look to be a champion in my life. I win. I'm nothing but a champion. and. Um, it's part of our alignment with, with them, with the iLegends team. My next value is connection. So connection is really important to me because like I've told you before, my purpose is to connect people to their true self. So that word connect is has to be one of my values if it's in my purpose. But I think connection is really important because when you connect to something and someone, you can help bring them up to another level. Right? When you have that connection, you can do that together. When you, when you lack the connection, it's hard to help elevate people around you if you have no connection to them. My next one is passion. So similar, and like you, you'll see, there's a lot of things that correlate over here, but passion is one of mine. And I love 
people that are passionate about what they do. And I don't care what it is. I don't care if you're the camera guy. I don't care if you're the person that designed our office, like Alberto and Janine, watch that video right here. They, um, like I'm looking at the office right now, there's this little spot that's got um, a little electrical outlet, like the covering. Like they painted around it to make it match what's behind it. It's like such a little detail. That to me shows passion. That shows me that they care about what they do. And that's the kind of people I like to align with. And once again, I don't care what it is. You know, I don't care if you're the guy that's making pizza or you're making shrimp tacos down the street. If you're passionate about what you do, I vibe with that. I love that. Next one is happiness. So I believe that we should be happy. You know, and if things go wrong, that's okay. But that doesn't mean my emotion needs to change. My emotion is stronger than the things around me. I get to decide what my emotion is, not the world around me gets to decide how I can react. I get to be happy no matter what. So that's a value to me. Another one is uniqueness. You know, a lot of the choices I make, the things I do, you know, having like cool pens that light up like this, stuff like that, it's unique, it's different. You know, wearing a shirt that looks like a tie, but it's not, like it's unique. And I love having things and doing things that are unique and different. I think because like I was raised differently, I like, I've always valued that because I knew it was important. And my parents told me that like, you're gonna be different and that's good, that's a great thing. And so like from that, I think it just kind of allowed it to be a value for me. And you'll see a lot of my stuff, like my desk or my car has like red seat belts or like it's something that's different and unique. And, um, and I know I'm talking about a lot of material things, but I look to also just be unique in the way I talk. There's not a lot of guys that play college football that have the presence and size that I do that talk about their number one value being love, right? Normally people look at a college football athlete or former athlete and think like, oh, it's going to say something about lifting weights or something about physicality. But no, I'm unique. I'm different. And so I look for that in the things that I do, things around me. My last core value is value creation. So I talk a lot about how can I add value to other people's lives. And I'm always looking for that. I was looking, how can I give a life-changing piece of value to another person in every interaction? Whether it's Francisco, that's the, uh, the guy that works at the bank and he's the security guy. And he and I talk every every time I go to the bank to make a deposit. He's I'm one of the only people he knows by name. Like I'm walking out of a parking lot and he's opening the door for me. He's like, oh, hey, Scotty. And he wants to tell me about his newest thing with, with weightlifting. Like, it's funny because it's, he and I have made that connection. And like, everyone looks at us when we're in the bank because we're like now, like when I'm in line too, like he's supposed to be outside and he like comes in and we're talking across the whole bank because like we've made that connection. And I've added some value to him that to me was something little, but now we have this relationship. Every time I go to Wells Fargo, he does that. It's super cool. And everyone looks at us like, man, I wish I, I wish Francisco knew who I was. It's one of the things that I look for is really important to me. The thing is that once you have your core values and you get those set, it's nice because then you can, you can use them and everything. So the question is always, does this move us towards core value or not? And 
Um, I always recommend using it as your doorman. Don't let in people that don't match your values. And some of these are going to be more the inward facing ones, right? Like uniqueness. I don't necessarily need a person to be unique. That one, that one's more like what you can expect from me and, and the things I do, but love and being a champion and connection and passion, those have to be there for someone to really be in my inner circle. So those are the things that I look for. Once again, core values come out of your philosophy and your premises and kind of add into your purpose. And what I recommend, and I've seen a lot of people do this and it's really cool, is to have core values for different parts of your life. So for me, I've got my personal and my business. My wife and I are working presently on our, our family core values, right? So these are the values that she and I share together. And then when we eventually have children, they will follow those values too. And then eventually I want them to come up with their personal core values, but these are what we believe as a family. And uh, what I've, I've seen a lot of people do is they'll make a placemat and they'll write their family core values on their placemat. And they'll also put on like their family's purpose. And here's the things, these are the premises that we believe as a family. And this is the philosophy of the family. And it's cool because then imagine as a kid that you look at that every day, you go to eat. You're like, all right, this is what we believe. This is why we believe it. This is what I'm going to do about it. This is what it looks like. This is how I'm going to bring it to the world. And it's super powerful because then from a young age, you know, you know exactly what you guys believe. And then as you get older, you get to even tinker with them a little bit and, and make them your own. But I highly recommend doing that with the placemats. What my wife and I do is we read our values on a daily basis. So I have mine up and I like to read them a lot um, to remind myself at this point, they're pretty ingrained in my head. And I know, like I'm always looking for it. Like, like I said, love, number one, always. And, um, and with Cooperstown, hope and faith, those two things have got to be there. The thing is people might come in without that. A lot of times practice members don't have hope and they don't have faith and they just need that to be unlocked for themselves. And uh, that's one of the things I really like to do. And it's really fun for me is to be able to unlock that. So what I would really like, I think would be really cool is for you to comment down below with what are your core values? Or if you even want to tell me what are your values with your family or with your business or in relationships or whatever, I'd love to see that interaction. And, and let me know what are the, probably about the seven that are most important to you. If you have a little bit more, a little bit less, but I like the number seven. It just aligns with me and it's a, it's a good amount of values to have. So, you know, thank you so much for watching this episode. And if you want more things like this, please comment, let me know. Or if you have some questions and you're like, Hey, I need some clarity. Like for instance, my sister, she and I were going over core values and She's like, okay, well, I've got about five words that all sound the same. You know, how do I figure out which one is the most powerful one? So she and I just asked about it, like, you know, which one of these? So she had like joy, kindness, acceptance, love, and another one. And, um, and she settled on acceptance. And I was like, that's an interesting word. Why would you pick that? And she said to her, acceptance meant to love unconditionally. I was like, okay, if, if that word represents unconditional love to you, then it's a great value for you to have.
And I'm not here to tell you whether your values are right or wrong, but just want to help you get clarity on what they are. And so she said, you know, acceptance is my number one. It's funny because my number one's love, but hers was the acceptance meaning unconditional love. So it's a great exercise to do. Once again, let me know if you like this. But thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Uh, this is the Miracle Academy with Scotty Cooper, and this is what miracles are expected. Thank you so much.